Dear beloved brethren, our lesson for today is practicing our faith. What is faith? What's the meaning of faith? Faith means belief. Faith means firm persuasion, assurance, firm conviction. Faith means faithfulness. Faith is a substance of things hoped for, the assurance that the things revealed and promised in the Holy Scriptures are true. The evidence of things not seen, faith gives the believer a conviction that what he expects in faith will come to pass. Faith is confidence in what we hope for and the assurance that the Lord is working, even though we cannot see him. Faith knows that no matter what the situation in our lives or someone else, the Lord is working in it. Faith is always trusting in Yahuwah Abba and believing in him. Faith connects power into a spiritual realm, linking us with Yahuwah. Faith is the primary ingredient to begin a relationship with Yahuwah Abba. As Yahushaims, we believe that there is one Allahim, Yahuwah, the creator and the ruler of the universe. Faith is the act whereby a person lays hold of Yahuwah Abba's resources, becomes obedient to what he has prescribed, and trusts in him completely to put aside all self-interest and self-reliance. It is an unqualified surrender of the whole of one's being in dependence upon him. It must come from a deep inner conviction. It is impossible to receive a salvation without faith. And without faith, it is impossible to please Yahuwah Abba. Faith is a spiritual force that overcomes significant opposition and can carry a person through great trials and triumphs over circumstances in the natural realm. How can our faith help us discern what we might do and who we might become? How can we live faithfully and with integrity in a world where the pace of existence is so fast and life's patterns are changing all around us, can we conduct our daily life in ways that will help us get by and flourish as individuals, communities, and society in concert with the creation and communion with Yahuwah, our Allahim? These questions are in, on the hearts and minds of many believers 
who are exploring spirituality today. They are also at the heart of practicing our faith. To practice our faith, we have to study the teachings of our King Yahusha. So how can we fully benefit in our life from the valuable teachings from our King Yahusha? In the book of Matthew chapter seven, verse 26 down to 27, we read the following. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain come down, the rain come down, the rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. And it fell with a great crash. So how can we fully benefit in our life from the valuable teachings from our King Yahusha? In our life, we can benefit from the valuable teachings of our King Yahusha by putting his words into practice. Many people nowadays receive the teachings, but refuse to put what they learn into practice. To whom does Yahusha liken those who hear the teachings, but refuse to put them into practice? Our King Yahusha likened those who receive but refused to put the teachings into practice as a foolish man who built his house on the sand. Building your house on sand is a lazy way of making your house. From the external look, it may look beautiful, but in general and internally, it is weak. And what will happen to your house? When you build on sand and the rain comes down, streams rise, winds blow and beat against that house. Since you have not built on a solid rock foundation, your house will fall with a great crash. Your house will not stand the test of time when the storms of life come knocking at, the, at your door. Here, the storms of life are the challenges that we will encounter in our life. These are the life problems, the tests and the challenges of difficult moments that we will encounter in our life. And if we don't prepare, if we don't have a solid foundation, we also will not stand and resist these challenges. That is why we must not only receive the teachings, but we must also put them into practice to be prepared for the challenges and problems in life ahead of us. Why do some fail and refuse to put the teachings they receive into practice? In the book of James chapter one, verse 22 down to 24, we can read the answer to this question. Do not receive, do not deceive yourself. 
by just listening to his word. Instead, put it into practice. If you listen to the word, but do not put it into practice, you are like people who look in a mirror and see themselves as they are. They take a good look at themselves and then go away. And at once forget what they look like. Why do some fail and refuse to put the teachings they receive into practice? Some fail and refuse to put the teachings they receive into practice because they are prone to deceiving themselves. These people are good at self-deception. What is an example of self-deception? An example of self-deception is when they think that just because they went to the worship service, have listened to the words of Yahuwah or Allahim, that's it. They don't need to do anything else. They think that by simply listening to the words of Yahuwah Abba, they already are in the process of becoming holy. However, the Bible teaches that listening alone is not enough. If we only listen and don't put into practice what we hear, we are simply deceiving ourselves. Who are those who will be benefiting from the teachings of Yahuwah Abba? Those who will benefit from the teachings of Yahuwah Abba are those who put his words into practice. Some will say while listening to the preaching, yes, I will obey. But right after the worship service, what usually happens is that they have forgotten Yahuwah's Abba's words like a person looking at himself in the mirror and then steps away and forgets what they were looking at in the mirror. So, <clears throat> so we need to be mindful of the words of Yahuwah Abba. We need to make a serious commitment to obey the teachings of Yahuwah Abba. What else must we do so we don't end up wasting the teachings of our King Yahusha? In the second book of Corinthians, chapter 13, verse 5, we can read, examine yourself to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourself. Do you not realize that Christ Yahusha is in you? Of course. Unless you fail the test. What else must we do so we don't end up wasting the teachings of our King Yahusha? For us not to waste the teachings of our King Yahusha, we must also examine and test ourselves. What kind of test should we carry out on ourselves? We need to ask ourselves, 
We need to discern whether or not Yahusha is in us. Because if Yahusha, our king, is not in our heart, we are failing the test. We need to make sure that our king Yahusha is in us. How can we know if our king Yahusha is in us? In the book of Hebrew, chapter 3, verse 12, down to 15, we read the following. See to it, brothers, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turn away from the living God. But encourage one another daily. As long as it is called today. So that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ. If we hold firmly till the end. The confidence we had at first. As has just been said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. How can we know if our King Yahusha is in us? We can know if our King Yahusha is in us if we join closer to Yahuwah or Allahim instead of turning away from him. So there are two directions which we can choose to go in our life. We are heading in the direction of Yahuwah or running away from him in the order of rebellion. We either end up rebelling against Yahuwah or Allahim or we end up loving Yahuwah, Abba. First, we need to ask ourselves, if we are growing in faith and moving in the right direction in our life, are we going closer and closer to Yahuwah, Abba? Our King Yahusha, him being the way to Yahuwah, Abba, what does this mean for us if he is in us? If Yahusha, our king, is in us, we are getting closer and closer to Yahuwah Abba. We need to ask ourselves, are we doing that? Are we getting closer to Yahuwah Abba? What causes people to make the wrong choice and go in the wrong direction? People make the wrong choice and go in the wrong direction because of their heart. The heart of the problem is their heart. That's why they have a problem with the heart, isn't it? So we need to protect our hearts. When our heart is hard and we try to plant the words of Yahuwah in our heart on hardened soil, the soil will not accept it. When you refuse to accept the words of Yahuwah, your heart cannot bear fruits. So we need to have and nurture a good heart. We must make sure that our heart does not become hardened. What will cause our heart to harden? 
according to the teachings in the Bible, sins, deceitfulness, and unbelief is the cause of a hardened heart. According to the teachings in the Bible, these are, these are our enemies. We have to fight against sin, deceit, and unbelief, which is also a sin. So, if a person receives Yahuwah Abba's teachings, but continues to live a life of sin, this will harden their heart. When a person receives the teachings of Yahuwah Abba, but does not believe, this will also harden their heart. Eventually, this will lead them on the road to rebellion. How can the teachings of Yahuwah Abba be implanted in our hearts? In the book of Hebrews chapter four, verse two, we find the answer. For we also have had the gospel preached to us, just as they did. But the message they heard was of no value to them because those who heard did not combine it with faith. So how can the teachings of Yahuwah Abba be implanted in our hearts? The teachings of Yahuwah Abba can be implanted in our hearts when we combine them with our faith. Because when we combine the teachings with our faith, we are showing that we value the education of Yahuwah Abba and value assessment is being made in the heart. So when we have faith and combine it with Yahuwah Abba's teachings, we implant it in our hearts. How can we combine with faith the teachings that we receive? In the book of James chapter one, verse 25, we read the following. <coughs> But if you look closely into the perfect law that sets people free and keep on paying attention to it and do not simply listen and then forget it, but put it into practice, you will be blessed by Yahuwah in what you do. So how can we combine with faith the teachings that we receive. We can combine the teachings that we receive with faith by looking closely into the perfect law of Yahuwah Abba. We need to process the teachings and study the laws of Yahuwah Abba. How can we correctly believe? If we don't take the time to understand what we believe, and nowadays, this is the problem with many people. They just listen and pretend to believe. But the crucial question is, how can they believe unless they look into it, process it, and understand what they think? To process and understand we need to study the scriptures. 
we need to study the perfect law of Yahuwah Abba. And after studying, what else must we do? After studying, we also have to keep paying attention to it. Because faith is not a one-time thing. Faith is a process and part of the commitment towards more and more faith. Faith needs to grow by keeping paying attention to it. We need to keep growing our faith by paying attention to what we have studied and what will this lead us into doing? If we pay attention to the words of teaching, to the words and teachings of Yahuwah, this will lead us to a better understanding of the perfect law of Yahuwah Abba. And when we combine it with faith, we will end up putting it into practice. That's the proof of our faith. My brethren, thank you for listening. The remaining part of this lesson will be brought to you by our brother John. Thank you for listening. My beloved brothers and sisters in the faith, it is indeed a great blessing to receive the words of Yahuwah Abba and the teachings of Yahusha HaMashiach. However, for us to fully benefit from these teachings, the one thing we need to do is to put them into practice. Those who practice their faith are the ones to be blessed by Yahuwah Allahim. And according to our Lord and Savior, Yahusha the Christ, to whom does he liken those who practice or put into practice their faith? Let's read the book of Matthew 7, 24 to 25. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. To whom does our King Yahusha liken those who practice their faith by obeying the teachings of Yahuwah Abba? Our King Yahusha says they are likened to a wise man who built his house on what? A rock. Do you know why the wise man built his house on the rock? Because he was preparing for the storms that are to come. Question, when should we prepare for the storm? Before the storm comes or during the storm? I think it's before. If you're going to prepare, you're going to prepare before the storm comes. This is what the wise man did. And so when the storms finally came, what happened to his house? Bible says it did not fall. In other words, it remained standing. This is why we too must follow the example of the wise man in the parable of Yahushua. We need to prepare for the coming storms. You might be saying, what storms are you talking about? There are basically two storms that we ought to be preparing for. Did you know that? What's the first storm? The storms of life, right? What are they? the testings, the tribulations that come from time to time. Perhaps there are some who are listening to this message now who are going through a storm, a testing of their faith. 
That's one kind of storm. What is another kind of storm? There's the storm of Yahuwah's wrath, the storm of Yahuwah's judgment. Question is, are we preparing for the storms that are going to come? Just like what the famous show said, winter is coming. The storms are coming. Are we preparing for the storm? Yahuwah God wants us to prepare. This is why he gave us his teachings. This is why he gave us the Holy Bible. So that we can receive the words of Abba. So that we can be prepared for the storm that is to come. Question is, are we doing our part? Or what is our part? We must use what has been given to us. We must put into practice the words and commandments of Yahuwah. It's only then that we prepare for the storms that are coming in our life. Well, who is a good example of a servant of Yahuwah Abba? who practiced his faith because he prepared for the storm of God's wrath. Let's read the book of Hebrews 11 and the verses 7. It was by faith that Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood. He obeyed God. He warned him about things that had never happened before. By his faith, Noah condemned the rest of the world, and he received the righteousness that comes by faith. It was an example of a servant of God who practiced his faith in preparation for the storm of the wrath of Yahuwah Abba. What's his name? His name was Noah. Noah was one of the practicers of true faith. In fact, he made it to the hall of fame of faith people. Because if you read the book of Hebrews, it lists for you the people who were known for their great faith. Noah was among the heroes of faith. What made the faith of Noah great? The Bible said he obeyed Yahuwah God. You see, we cannot say we have faith unless we obey who? Yahuwah God. But you know what made the faith of Noah great? It's because of the greatness of the sacrifice he made to obey the command of Yahuwah. What was the command of Yahuwah God? What did he want him to do that he obeyed? Bible says he built a big boat, a large boat. Do you know what that boat was? What was that boat? That was called the ark, right? Noah's ark. Does it take sacrifice to build the ark that we attribute to Noah? Oh, absolutely. Because when you look at the passage here, large boat, it's not just a boat, right? This is a huge boat. In fact, Yahuwah God gave him the specific dimensions of the boat he is to build. You know how large the boat he was to build was? If you take a look at the next slide, based on the teachings of the book of Genesis, if you have time, read Genesis 7, 8, and 9, and it tells you all about Noah's Ark, and this is how big the boat he's going to build is. Look at how big that is, 510 feet in length. That's more than one and a half football fields. 51 feet in height, 85 feet wide. That's not just a big boat. That's huge, right? And so when Yahuwah tells Noah, I want you to build a boat, perhaps Noah said, okay, no problem, no big deal. Well, these are the dimensions of the boat. What do you think Noah said? Probably his jaw dropped. What? But, you know, he obeyed anyways. 
despite the challenges that emerged. What challenges? First of all, uh, Noah was not really known for building boats, right? He was not really a carpenter. Second of all, how many trees did he have to cut down? Because during those days, there was no Home Depot. There was no Lowe's, right? Or Kmart. Well, maybe Kmart should not be included in the example. But you get the point, right? He had no power tools. All he had were his hands. And he's going to build a boat that size. Not only that, he didn't have much help, right? He was by himself, perhaps with his family. And while he is building the boat, what do you think the people are going to say to him? Encourage him. Good job, Noah. They probably will end up mocking him. Yet despite these challenges, what was Noah able to do? He was able not just to start building the boat. He completed building the boat. And so that's another act of faith. To, to finish, to complete what you began because of faith. And so the boat, the ark of Noah, was built because of the faith that Noah had in Yahuwah Elohim. We too must have strong faith. But you know what? Building the ark of Noah was not the most impressive expression of the faith of Noah. There's something else that he was able to do, which showed even more faith in Yahuwah Abba. As a matter of fact, it's because of this that Yahuwah God chose him to build the ark in the first place. Do you know what that was? What was that act of faith shown by Noah, which caused Yahuwah Abba to choose him? Let's read what it says in the book of 2 Peter, chapter 2 and the verses 5. And God did not spare the ancient world, except for Noah and seven others in his family. Noah warned the world of God's righteous judgment. So God protected Noah when he destroyed the world of ungodly people with a vast flood. What was Noah also able to do? Because of his faith in Yahuwah Abba, he was able to remain righteous in Yahuwah Abba's sight, despite living in the world of ungodly people. If you read the book of Genesis, the Bible says Yahuwah God, when he looked upon the face of the earth, do you know what he saw? He saw nothing but wickedness, corruption, and violence. Everyone, their imagination and their hearts were wicked through and through. Everyone, it became so bad, Yahuwah God said, I'm going to destroy the whole world. But when he kept looking, he found one. Can you imagine? Out of the so many people during the time of Noah, out of all those people, found one who was different. He found one who stood out in the eyes of Yahuwah Abba. What was his name? Noah. Can you imagine everyone else doing what they prefer? Everyone else following the wishes of their flesh. But this Noah, he was dedicated to Yahuwah Abba. How was he able to do that? It was because of his faith. You see, brothers and sisters, if we truly have faith and we put our faith into practice, we are not going to be afraid to be different from what is popular. There are some people who 
do only what is popular. They want to belong to the majority. For Noah, what was important was not popularity. What was important was doing the will of Yahuwah Abba, even if it meant persecution, even if it meant being insulted. It's an act of faith. Practicing faith. When we practice our faith, our King Yahushua says, you're going to be persecuted just like the prophets, just like the servants of old. Are we ready to do what is right in the eyes of Yahuwah Abba? Let us imitate the faith of, of Noah. Why? Why should we all the more imitate the faith of Noah? Well, let's read the book of Matthew 24, 37 to 39. The coming of the Son of Man will be like what happened in the time of Noah. In the days before the flood, people ate and drank. Men and women married. Up to the very day, Noah went into the boat. Yet they did not realize what was happening until the flood came and swept them all away. That is how it will be when the Son of Man comes. Brothers and sisters, why should we imitate the faith of Noah, especially now? Because our King Yahushua says that the coming of the Son of Man will be like what happened in the time of Noah. Who is the Son of Man referred to here? Who is our King Yahushua speaking about? Who is the Son of Man? That's him. That's our King Yahushua. Because he's telling his disciples he's going to heaven, but he will return. But before he returns, he's telling us what kind of people are going to be found. Just like the people during the days of Noah. When we go back to the days of Noah, did people think about God at all? No. What did they do? Well, they kept themselves busy by eating, drinking, right? Getting married. Question, is it wrong to eat and to drink? What is your answer? No, of course, we need that to survive. Is it wrong to get married? We can get married so long as we follow the teachings of Yahuwah. Ah, but there's nothing wrong with that. But what was wrong with the people during the days of Noah? They did not care about what Yahuwah God had to say. They cared about everything else. But when Yahuwah God spoke, they don't care. Isn't that what we find today? Right? I mean, when the president of the United States speaks, they listen. When a famous artist speaks, they listen. When a sports figure speaks, they listen. They're more excited about a sporting event than they are about going to church or going to worship, right? And so they put to the side the will of Yahuwah Abba. And so just like during the days of Noah, what is going to happen during our time? Bible says they did not realize what was happening until it's too late. Brethren, this should be a wake-up call to all of us. We need to prepare because the signs are being fulfilled. We need to prepare for the storm of Yahuwah God's judgment. Let us imitate the faith of Noah. Let us prepare ourselves by practicing our faith. How else can we practice our faith so that we can be fully prepared for the storm that is to come? Let's read the book of Colossians chapter 2, 6 down to 7. Since you have accepted Christ Yahushua as Lord, live in union with him. Keep your roots deep in him. Build your lives on him and become stronger in your faith as you were taught. And be filled with 
thanksgiving. According to Apostle Paul, what must we do in practicing our faith so that we can be fully ready on the day when our King Yahusha Hamashiach appears? Bible says, let us live in union with him, build our lives upon him. Are we doing this? Are we dedicating our life? In building up the assembly of Yahusha, the body of Yahusha, living our life upon him. Because this is what we need to do to prepare for the coming storm. The storm of Yahuwah God's wrath. How can we build upon Yahusha our foundation? The Bible says what we need to do is to keep our roots deep into Yahusha. You see, what determines how tall a building can be built is the foundation. The root determines the strength of your faith. The deeper our roots to Yahusha, the stronger our faith. Do you believe that, brethren? We need to spend time so that we can be rooted to Yahusha. Because without being rooted to Yahusha, how can we receive the strength that comes from him? We know our King Yahusha has strength and has power. If we want that strength and power to be in us as well, if we want him to be in us, we have to be deeply rooted into him. How do we do that? Bible says, fix your eyes upon your king. And this is why we need to take time to meditate upon our king, to look to him always. So that we can deeply be rooted into him. But brethren, do you know when? The best opportunity is for us to deepen our roots in our King Yahusha. It is during the testings, the troubles, the storms of life that sometimes come at us one after the other. This is why Yahuwah God permits that from time to time we go through testing, right? Maybe it's a sickness. Maybe it's a challenge at work. Maybe it's a challenge in the home. Maybe some kind of problem with your children. We all face these problems and tribulations in life. However, they can be used to deepen our roots in our king. Yahusha, Apostle Paul said that no testing will come upon us. That will be too much for us to handle because Yahuwah God knows our capacity. It's just like a tree. You know, there are different levels of hurricane strengths, right? There's level one all the way to level five. Level five is absolutely catastrophic. Level four, the, the trees begin to get uprooted. Level one is dangerous, but most trees can survive level one, right? You know what happens to a tree? When it's hit by a hurricane, level one, level two, level three, the tree, the roots go deep looking for water. This is why the testings, the storms of life, it, it gives the tree the opportunity to deepen the roots. We too will be tested. Different storms will hit us. Different hurricanes will hit us. Why? Yahuwah God is preparing us. Yahuwah God is using that. To deepen our roots in our King Yahusha. And so when we are being tested, what should we do? 
Yahuwah wants us to focus on him and to focus on our king. Go to your king, Yahusha, and say to him, loving Mashiach, I'm going through these testings in my life. If it's possible, may you remove this from me. May you remove this thorn from my flesh because it's very painful in my life. But sometimes our King Yahusha will say to us, what you need is my strength. My grace is all you need because when I am with you, even if you're weak, you can become strong. And when we go to our loving Mashiach, we present our case to him. He will strengthen us because we will be deeply rooted to him. And when we are deeply rooted to him, we will withstand whatever, whatever storms that may be. And we will remain standing when the final judgment comes. This is why, brothers and sisters, the best way to prepare is by fixing our eyes upon our king and becoming deeply rooted in him, practicing our faith. And as we do this, our Yahuwah Abba in heaven, he's also busy working, working in our life. Do you know what Yahuwah God will do for each and every one of us when he sees us practicing our faith? Let's read the final passage of our studies in the book of Isaiah 64, 3 to 4 and 8. When you came down long ago, you did awesome deeds beyond our highest expectations. And oh, how the mountains quaked. For since the world began, no ear has heard and no eye has seen a God like you who works for those who wait for him. And yet, oh, Yahuwah, you are our father. We are the clay, and you are the potter. We are all formed by your hand. Brethren, when Yahuwah God sees us practicing our faith, when Yahuwah God sees that we place our trust in him, that we wait for him, what will he do? The Bible says he works in order to complete us according to his purposes. Yahuwah God is not yet finished with us. Yahuwah God is not yet finished with his work of restoration. And in his work of restoration, it includes every single one of us. Why? Because he is our father. Bible says that we are all formed by his hand. We are clay and Yahuwah God is the potter. Brethren, that's who we really are. When you think about it, when we look at our life, human life, right? We are but clay. We are but dust. That's all we are. This is why the Bible says from dust you are to dust you are to return. We are nothing but dust. But in the hands of Yahuwah Abba, we become more than that. This is why he is our father. Because he picked us up. And he held us with his hands. And he began to form us. Even in our womb. Even in the wombs of our mothers. Yahuwah was there. He was looking at you. He was forming you. He had plans for you. He knows what you're going to go through in life. 
He knows the challenges you're going to face. And Yahuwah, ever since our days in the womb, has purposed to complete his work in us. Allow Yahuwah to complete that work. He's not yet finished with us. Because when he finishes his work in us, what will we be able to say? We're going to say what he did is beyond our highest expectations. And so, brethren, if anyone among us are going through difficult times in life, go to your Abba and say to our loving Father, Yahuwah Abba, my life is in your hands. That's the best, best place to be. To be in the hands of Yahuwah Abba. Because when we allow him to form us, to create us, to complete us, we will become his masterpiece. And when all is said and done, we will say for ourselves everything Yahuwah God has done. It's beyond our imagination. More than we can ever expect. You see, when we work, when we practice our faith, Yahuwah is working in us to form us so that we can be forever with him. This is why every day, every moment, seek the help of our father. Seek the help of his beloved son. Together, we will be with him forevermore. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Abba, Yahuwah Allahim. Indeed, no one, no one is like you, almighty in power, great in love. Thank you, because we are but clay, we are but dust, but you saw something in us, you gave value to our life. You picked us up with your hands and you formed us and continues to form us. Loving Abba, we surrender to your will. We will follow you. May you help us when we go through difficult times in our life to focus on you, to wait on you, that you may complete your work. Loving Abba, thank you so much for being patient with us. We may not have the faith of Noah. We may not have strong enough faith, but we are trying. We are doing our best. Teach us to improve day by day. Teach us to grow, loving Abba. If we make mistakes along the way, Correct us. Please do it gently. Bring us back to the right path. And when we do so, loving Father, help us that we may see you at work in our life. Because when we see that, we are filled with joy. We are encouraged. We are not alone. You are always there watching us. You are always there encouraging us. We will never give up. We have been inspired by your love. 
And so we will do our best to please and to honor you, our King Yahushua. We look up to you now. We fix our eyes upon you. We seek to deepen our roots in you when we face difficult moments in our life. And we look up to you, loving Mashiach. Please look down upon us as well, that we may gain your strength, so that when we are weak, we can be strong, not because we have the power, but your power is in us. Your presence is in us. That is all we need, that we may continue to grow in our faith. Father, remember our loved ones. Remember our families. Remember our children. That, Father, they will continue to grow in faith. All of us become spiritually mature to be prepared for the day of our salvation. Thank you so much, loving Abba, for listening to our prayers today. We ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen.